on the miles with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. I be on these miles of hen dog, and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh... me celebrate. All right, niggas. We yeah. back again. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's your boy Jumpman Jones. Y'all know what it is, man. Let's get started. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Episode 100, nigga. Yeah. New Nipsey Hustle. Check me out. You in trouble. Check me out. Pay us now. Check me out. Or pay me double. Check me out. New Nipsey Hustle. Check me out. New Nipsey Hustle. Check me out. New Nipsey Hustle. Check me out. Nigga, fuck it. Check me out. Nigga, fuck it. I came from nothing. What up, what up, what up? Riding buses. Buying business. Just buying buckets. Now Rest in peace, Disney Hustle. Y'all know what it is. My life was ugly, and I got money. Caught a glimpse of that. That's not for me. She say she love me. She thinks uh-huh. she love me. She want my money. I think she funny. Uh. All, all bad bitches. V12 bitches. Broke niggas die slow. While the rich get richer, uh. Y'all know what it is, man. The marathon continues. Episode 100. I'm prolific, so gifted. I'm the type that's gonna go get it. No kidding. My definition of Think about it. Are we? Oh. You gotta keep the devil in this hole, nigga. But you know how it go, nigga. I'm front line every time it's Monday. Happy Monday. Run and shoot pro. 458 drop. Playing bulletproof so. Every few shows, I just buy some new gold. Circle got smaller, everybody can't go. Downtown Diamond District, jewelers like yo. Hustle, holla at me, I got Cubans on the low. Through the Cancun, smoking Cubans on the boat. Then dock that Tulum just to smoke. Love, listening to music at the Maya Ruins. True devotion on the bluest ocean. Cruise, my cultural influence, even revolution. I'm integrated vertically, y'all niggas blew it. They tell me hustle, dumb it down, you might confuse me. It's like that weirdo rap you motherfuckers used to. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Jumpman Jones. You're not live inside episode 100 of the Kickin' Shit Podcast. Like we always do about this time, this week, this week, it's just the crew. And you already know it is to my left. It's my boy, it's my partner, it's my dog, it's Mr. Jukebox Johnny, a.k.a. Crown Daddy, a.k.a. the ladies Carly, Crown Poppy. Y'all know what time it is. Daddy, are you on the radio? What up, man? What's poppin'? That decibel, that zero decibel. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, sound good. Better. Yeah. A hundred consecutive Mondays. <laughs> we did that. We did that. We did that. So, first of all, first and foremost, I want to pat us on the back. Not too many podcasts that were around when we started that can say they did 100 consecutive Mondays. That's 100 consecutive Mondays. We haven't missed a Monday. Yeah, man. 
It's pretty dope, man. I want to shout out to you, most definitely. Big shout out to Miss Nikki, who is not here, but most definitely for making all of that possible to make it to this point right here. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to y'all. Marathon continues, bro. It definitely continues with with all we got going on. Um, As long as uh, the, the tip outside doesn't change, we should make it 101 consecutive Mondays, but... Week to week, we're gonna try to keep it tentative. I know it ain't New York and Charlotte, but yeah, it's still a threat outside. We so. need to work on our uh, backup plan so we get like a Zoom, yeah, or some yeah, kind yeah. of where I can go from home, you can go from home, yeah, just in case it get tough out there because uh, we don't know what's what's next with this thing week after week. But uh, before we even get into that, uh, episode 100, man, here we are. I know, right? <laughs> Shit, crazy, man. I. Thinking about when we started. 2018? Yeah, we just yeah. sat at your kitchen table with one microphone. And a gold Cuban link chain. Yeah, and I had a guy that <laughs> just got my chain, and I was happy as hell. I did I did a, like a whole bunch of first-time shit that day, but I ain't going to get into it. I'm going to save it for behind the scenes. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that day was crazy. I was like, all right, let's just do this shit. So we start talking. I think like five minutes in, I start talking about eating ass. Of course, it was a bottle of Hennessy involved. Yeah, Hennessy yeah, involved. definitely was some Hennessy dog involved and now just to see where we come man content has definitely changed i ain't talking about eating ass in a minute i used to nah. talk about eating ass at least every episode for the first 15 episodes Probably for the first 15 <laughs> i think uh having somebody here uh a, a third party in the background always yelling at us when we say some crazy shit was helpful that is true the first like, 15 episodes. you gotta stop talking about eating ass johnny <laughs> okay i just like <laughs> you guys are disgusting yeah exactly man uh but yeah man yeah the show has evolved it's it definitely has we've grown too man like we uh a little bit more research about some of the stuff we talk about now yes um and then i don't know like over time we become more politically correct with certain things you got to like you know we never really threw the f-word or anything out around that but especially like lgbt stuff yeah like we've, we've, yeah we learned i guess by doing research for these topics and things like that it's like oh okay i didn't know this about trans or i didn't know this about bisexual people that they felt like they were left off they felt like they were the uh, redheaded stepchild of the uh, LGBTQ community because you don't know. Yeah, you start delving. <laughs> yeah, looking at the topics. Exactly, man. But 100 episodes, man. That shit is crazy to me, man. One of the best things I ever did with my life was do a podcast. <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's been a great ride, man. It's been a fun ride. I've enjoyed every minute of it. I enjoyed you. I've enjoyed having Nikki here. I've enjoyed just being able to create that, cultivate that, that. Uh, like a family that I never thought I would have because I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. I was just thinking about doing a show with so many ideas in my head at the time and a lot's happened in uh, two years, almost three years time. Um, we, we've we reached people overseas. That's dope. Um, we've reached people that we didn't even know we was reaching, made connections with some of our listeners uh, mm-hmm. in real life. So, I think it's just dope. I think it's dope that people listen to us every Monday. <laughs> like, yeah, me too. That shit is still kind of... Like, you really listen? Like, yeah. this is your Monday morning routine. Like, me too. Like, you send me the video of somebody talking shit in traffic yeah. during, during, during a pandemic. <laughs> but in the background, you hear our voices. Yeah. And, that um, shit is crazy. It's like, wow, we really out here reaching out to some people. Yes. And I just want to extend that reach as we go forward. I think this will be the year pandemic aside this will be the year that we started to reach a lot yeah. more ears what's the perfect time to reach people man you see people doing stuff on like instagram and stuff building a following on instagram because this it's, it's kind of limited on the entertainment you can have and the entertainment 
right now is on your phone or on your laptop or on your computer. It's like you can't go out and have fun. So now you got to like. Like you really watching that Instagram video. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I'm really watching this nigga go live. Yeah. For you what? really sitting there like. So, I mean, it's the perfect time if you like a creator and you want to just do stuff on the Internet. I mean, it's the perfect time to kind of build up because, I mean, they got nothing else to do but watch you. Yes. Or listen to you uh, while they at work, working from home. So, most definitely, you got to jump out there. Yeah. Definitely got to jump out there. Um, Shit. Shout out to everybody, though, man, that listened to us, Shout out to everybody listened to us. Shout out to everybody who helped us along the way. Shout out to Darius Logan out of California. Oh, uh, yeah. Shout uh, out to Darius, man. uh, Still still doing it big. Actually, shout out to Scoop for coming through. Yeah. the show. James for coming through. He's been here a lot lately. Hopefully, he'll be back next week. Shout out to Mariam for coming through the show. Shout out to Miss Nita for coming through on the show. Everybody that's been on this show so far, like, we we really pick niggas that we really want to sit down with and talk to, so we just not grabbing people for the fuck of it. Like, we grabbing people like, Yeah, we sit here have a boring back-to-back. Yeah, Yeah, it's a process that's thought out. We just not going to give y'all anybody that we don't even deem that we want to talk to, so... um, Shout out to that, man. Shout out to everybody who's been on the show. Shout out to the listeners, man, because... Y'all niggas make the show possible. Yeah. Shout out to the educators. We got a big educator following. It's probably because of Nikki, but, but yeah. <laughs> we got like a lot of people that are educators that listen. <laughs> shout out to them, man. <laughs> and shout just shout out to everybody, man. We we're gonna keep rolling. This is this is KSP, man. So we finally we at, we at the pivotal. We almost at the third third year mark in May. Yeah. May, I think it's May fourth, fifth, somewhere in there. Yeah, around that time. Marks. That's the gold chain. About the my chain anniversary of episode one. My chain anniversary. That's <laughs> <laughs> remind me of all the chain songs niggas used to have in the late two thousands. Yeah, like, does your chain hang low? Yeah, that shit. <laughs> yeah, made niggas want to go get a chain. That shit was he- hell. That song was hell. <laughs> you heard that shit every day. Get I, I was your chain. At the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, good old Burrow, bro. Burrow. Shout out to the Burrow man. That city made me. Shout out to Jake's Diner, nigga. Oh, yeah. Jake's Diner used to... I used to love Jake's from Jake's Diner, man. Ribeye steak we, sandwich. Could you imagine the... <laughs> could you imagine how we'd be getting into the pandemic? Oh, yeah. I'd be calling Jake Jake's Di- every day. Hey, yeah. Like, yo, let me get the meatloaf special. The, you know what it is, Or man. either the damn turkey club. Yes. Or the, the grill, the grill ribeye cheese steak or whatever the hell that shit was. I used to kill me and Jax had these big-ass steaks steak sandwich, on, like, man. a little piece of bread. Like, this shit is not a sandwich, bruh. Y'all just made me a steak and put it between two buns. And that shit used to look like fire. Hell yeah, I used to kill that shit with some fucking uh, home home style potato chips. I used to, f- oh, them shits was flame from yes. Jake's Diner. Yes, yes. them shits was flame. <laughs> God dang, and the homemade ranch, man. Shout out to Jake's Diner one more time, bro. I used to get the 20 piece wing. Oh yeah, they wings was on point. Wing and the fucking all uh, wrap, fried wings hard too. Like oh, let yeah. them sit in the oil a little bit longer for me. Then they be sauced up, nigga. I mean, one night I was in that bitch drunk as a fuck. Yeah, to sink with that shit. I woke up the next morning like y'all killed all the wings. Last yeah, night. and that shit was like five minutes away from the crib in Greensboro. <laughs> it was a go to. It was like <laughs> <Yeah>. right there. <laughs> we over here to that spot was love, eat, man. man. I missed that apartment. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Um. Without any further ado, man, I don't know how y'all found this podcast, but I know you found this podcast somehow. We're on all platforms. Those platforms are Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, and Stitcher. I think I covered it all. All of them. Those are the uh, platforms. There was some shit called Podchaser, too. I found that out. We're on Podchaser. If you search KSP, you will get a red cover with three beautiful faces. You click that cover, and we will pop right up and... 
subscribe, follow, do what you like. If you're tuning in for the first time today, enjoy the ride. A little bit of infotainment for your ears. Um, I guess without any further ado, man, we can go ahead and get into these politics, man. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of this motherfucker, man. Let's get it. You are right. All right, let's see what we got. He learning shit from him. Like he's not possessed. Yeah, fucking AI man. Chucky's AI. We watching the yeah. Chucky. Yeah, that's what they did. They showed you how AI is going to kill us all. Learn how to kill. Fucking us. our robot, bro. Our robot was dead on. Yeah, my nigga was paranoid about the robot. Well, they say after the pandemic that uh, artificial intelligence is going to be the new wave. So we'll see. To do what? Just we're gonna have artificial intelligence in hospitals. Oh. You gonna have artificial intelligence at your pharmacies and stuff like that. Shit, your dry cleaner might be artificially intelligent. You might have, you know, some, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like your shirts cleaned and pressed today? Are the, are the sluts gonna be artificial intelligence? Too? Hopefully. <laughs> nah, ain't nothing like that heartbeat though. <laughs> you, when you chest to chest with your girl, ain't nothing like that. <laughs> the only heartbeat I know about is the way you feel when you just in it. Uh huh. And it's throbbing. Oh, yeah. That's the only one I know. <sighs> man, let me get off this. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> politics, man. Kind of been, as far as politics goes, it's been kind of a weak, weak, weak. Um, Donald Trump met with a lot of CEOs and commissioners of sports leagues this week. Um, he met oh, with he yeah he met with Roger Goodell, Dana White, Adam Silver. I forgot who's over at the MLB and the NHL, but he's met with all of the people that are over all the top sports leagues this week, just trying to give them a timeline on when he think they might be back up and running. Um, he said that the NFL should start on time, from what he could tell, but everything else is going to be pushed back until further notice. So no MLB, no fights coming up, um, no NBA. This nigga staying in shape. I don't know. I was looking at Trey Young the other day. He said he just work out every day. <laughs> I mean, well, you got to get in basketball. Yeah, you shape can, ain't too. nothing like playing full court. Go so ahead. it's gonna they're gonna be rusty when they get back. Or right, shit, the way they looking, they might not even be back. We might this season might just be it. That's it, the last notification I got on my phone. Like, yeah, they meeting with the players' association. I think in a couple weeks to say, hey, we just might watch this season. Season that never was. Yeah. I mean, shit, don't nothing count before All Star game anyway. I yeah, mean, true. How, how we looked at it. That is true, but you you feel for the teams that were having good years and they didn't really get to see how that shit. Was yeah, going. I mean, especially the, the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers, the Lakers and the Bucks looked really good this year. Um, so you know, next year, always next year, but that's just the year you get older and you know you lose some playing time. I mean, they got a full summer to rest, a full. Spring the rest. Yeah, true. So they didn't have to beat their body into a, to the ground. Yeah, hopefully they're doing a lot on recovery and stuff right now. Get to this point. Um, um, but, yeah. Um, Trump also um, is planning to meet with Joe Biden, the uh, Democratic front runner. Uh, they plan to have a, a phone call coming up here in the next week where they discuss the crisis. Joe Biden wants to just, you know, tell Trump, hey, I think things will be better if you did this. Here's a couple suggestions. Uh, it seems like he has good intentions with wanting to meet with Donald Trump, but it could be something where he comes back from the meeting 
and destroys Donald Trump too. It's like I talked to him. He's a fucking idiot. You know. Oh yeah. You never know what people's intentions are, but I think that's going to be interesting when they have this phone call. I'm sure that's going to blow up Twitter and uh, blow up the news waves. Maybe take their mind off of COVID for a little bit. Yeah. I um, mean, yeah. And then speaking to the Democrats, they pushed their their uh, convention back till August um, due to COVID nineteen. They were supposed to have it in July. Um, but they pushed it back to August, the weekend after the Republican convention, which is here in Charlotte. That sends signals to me about when outside would open back up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these people know when it's, they they know they do the research. They know when shit about to be pushed back. So, so yeah, it might be the summer, man. I thought we was gonna be to celebrate my birthday, Memorial Day weekend, do it big. You know what I'm saying? Just have a jukebox bash, but <laughs> not this year. The second, the first, the first annual jukebox bash was pretty dope. We was at the pool. <laughs> Next year, we just got to do it bigger for the jukebox bash. I, um, yeah, this is, there's no real timeline of when things would be back together. It um, really ain't, man. And, I mean, they saying the next two weeks about to be the hardest two weeks. That's what we hear, man. <laughs> that's what we hear. So, I mean, this is life for the foreseeable future. That's really it. Just Working from home, being in home, making necessary trips to the store. It is really bad out there. Like, and I don't think people, I don't think it's set in yet of how bad it is out there. Um, When you look at the landscape of, like, businesses are literally closed. Mm -hmm. So they're not generating any income. And there's a domino effect to people being out of work. And I think the first time we've seen this with the recession, it was one of those things where it was something that you could see, but it wasn't something that you really knew about unless you were dealing with it firsthand. So I used to fuck with niggas during that recession that could not get work. It was very hard to get work at that time. It was hard to fucking get a job. Like nobody was hiring. Period. It's getting like that. Unemployment said what? 6.6 million have people filed filed for unemployment? And I think back then it was less than the 3 million that first filed. Yeah. Um, And that was 2008. I remember it. I remember. Well, because I think it was, at least back then, people were slowly losing their jobs. The economy was slowly going down. Now it's like. It's overnight. Yeah. It's like next week we're going to have this conversation. We might not have a job for y'all next week. And we're going to have to work out something for y'all. It's it's there. And that's all I do at work now is I get calls about um, people wanting to do uh, payroll loans so they can pay their employees while they're out of work. Mm. Um, and like, what you going? Because the government has put uh, three hundred twenty-six billion dollars to the side for that. But what we gonna do with that money right now? And like I say, even if this was to subside by mid-May, early June, it'll be a slow walk back to our normal life. And yeah. it will still be niggas who don't get their job back. Exactly. It just is what it Your is. Your job can't have you back because now they didn't took out a loan that they're going to have to pay back because they took out a loan to pay y'all while y'all were out of work. So some people are not going to get their jobs back because it's like that's more that's more of an expense that they got to do now that they got to pay this loan back. So even if they don't cut you right away, you know, first quarter earnings, they're going to get rid of employees early next year to make up the difference. That's just how businesses operate. Yep. The bottom line, that's what they're managing, their bottom line. That's it. And Exactly. Stockholders got to be happy first. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. though they never say that. All companies are like, oh, it's the client, our employees, our community, and then stockholders last. But it's really opposite. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> they are the vested interest. Yeah, they are the vested interest. They have their dividends count on you guys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They're you don't want them to the pull dividends. their money out. No, no, not at all. So I think even though everybody's trying to keep positive and keep looking forward to a day where we will be able to go back to life as we know it. I I'm more of a realist, and I don't want to be more morbid in my thoughts. But life as we know it ha- is has changed, is going to change, and on the other side of this is going to be different from here on out. It just mm. is, you know what I'm saying? You can't have a virus come into the world, infect millions of people, shut things down for two or three months, then allow those millions of people to get back out there into society, and don't expect a second wave of this. Yeah, if we if you want to really look at it, it's gonna slowly have to be built back to like a, a way of life that we used to. Yeah, it's like okay, they're not just gonna be like, all right, tomorrow everybody can go back to restaurants. It's gonna be like y'all can go to restaurants from yeah. one to eight. Yeah, you definitely go back to work fast because yeah. they don't want you back at work. But as far as everything else, nah, they're yeah. gonna keep the restrictions. They're gonna keep the crowd limits. They're gonna come up with a way to keep a. Handle on this thing, man. And this yeah, because you don't want the outbreak to get worse because people still going to be getting COVID. Yeah. You know, they the thing is right now, they're trying to slow the, I guess, the growth of it. That's why, because the hospitals are getting filled up. They said the other day that everyone needs to wear a mask now. Yeah, I saw that. Now, you know, I got to go buy bandanas because my mom trying to make some masks. Yeah, I mean, it's the moneymaker. It's the new take advantage of your That's situation. the new flat tummy tea? That pretty much. <laughs> um, I just want to reiterate, man. They're advising you guys to wear masks to protect each other from each other now. It's to that point. You do, you do not know who has it because you got people asymptomatic. You got people walking around here doing their everyday life. Doing a thousand push-ups in the morning And they got COVID And they don't even fucking know it Like me <laughs> And you could easily spread that shit To somebody who's not gonna be asymptomatic Yeah and Somebody that don't drink a gallon of water a day It ain't gonna flush through them Like it's flushing through you Maybe so Alright, alright could be the most unhealthy person in the world it Just happen to be asymptomatic You are asymptomatic You just don't show symptoms And so there's a lot they don't know about this well, thing Slim Thug That nigga said his shit was fucked up That nigga said he had chills His fever was like 103 yeah, that's the telltale sign. So at our yeah. job now, they're temping us in and temping us out. So we temp to go in, we temp to go home, we temp to go in, we temp yeah. to go home. And I need so, to get me a thermometer just start checking my shit every day. Ours is a thermal scan. Oh, so they literally scan oh the forehead like joint? Yeah, they scan you like a barcode. I used to have one of those, man. I need to check around, man. I would look for that. 100.4 yeah. is the temperature that gets you into the that, that. Uh When I checked the other day, I was 97.9 on the money, baby. Okay. So 100.4 is the temperature that gets you uh, a test, pretty much. Oh, okay. You want a test? I don't know. That test, look, that test looks scary. That's not the real test. Oh, that's not the real test. I'm going to say, they stick that shit up your nose and just sit there. I'm like, oh, hell no. I, I think that's the thing. I, I can't just draw my blood. I think that's the thing I hate the most about working in the medical field because I know... Like I hear things on on not even on the news because the news don't tell you everything. They just they tell you yeah. shit to scare you. They'll tell you people are dying, but they don't give you stats. They don't give you real numbers. They give you shock value. I think just being at home and knowing that everything online is bullshit. Like that may have been the test, but that's not the test. They don't okay. stick that shit up your nose. Yeah, Donovan like, Mitchell said that was that's the test he had to take. Yeah, at this point they have a new test because they oh, have to they have okay. to have the results faster. So yeah. now they have a new test. I know that was the test. Just like 
up until a couple of weeks ago, they didn't know every symptom. So there are still symptoms. True. Uh, yeah, they the say virus. vomiting is a new symptom. Vomiting, uh, loss of taste is a new symptom. Nah, that pussy still tastes the same to me. So you've had some <laughs> ass. Okay. Nah. <laughs> Here you Since go. Since the pandemic. Here Since you the go. pandemic. Nah, man, I just be talking crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're right into COVID talk. Uh, a million people <laughs> worldwide have gotten the virus, and 9,000 people have died here in America. Uh, about 9,000. So somewhere between nine to 10,000 is the number. I think it's 9,992. Um, so far, there's been 6.6 million unemployment claims in America. Um, so far, all of our notable celebrities got it this morning. Um, the kicker who kicked the longest 63-yard field goal, uh, he died at 70. What was his name? Oh, for real? Yeah, I got that. From the COVID? Yeah. Damn. I was talking to this lady today. Her, uh, Both her grandparents, well, not today, last week at work, both her grandparents passed away from COVID. Wow. Yeah, the grandma passed, and then the, uh, they, her and the granddad were in the hospital at the same time. He passed a little bit later. The scary shit about this is, like, we're all going to be touched by this somehow. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're, like there's no avoiding it. It's going to come touch you, and you can't get rid of it. <laughs> Like, yeah, you going a loved one's going to die or get or sick get from sick, it or just yeah. be affected. Like when you see the celebrities get infected, that kind of lets you know like okay. Yeah, and then you got conspiracy theorists that say, "Oh, they paying the celebrities to say they got it." Okay. I'm like, "Yo, read a book." Read yeah, read a book. <laughs> Y'all too woke. At what point at what point do you question the information that you're getting? That, that's the, that's what killed me about conspiracy theories. At what point do you question the information that you're getting? Yeah, because you obviously question questioning what the media is saying. Yeah. So why not question the stuff that you found? And and the wokest niggas will send you to the white guy's YouTube page to get the information. Yeah. Like, why don't you send me to the? Why don't you share me the PDF and the government documents that you have privy to that say these things that's going on? Yeah. Since you're so one hundred, I'm not saying you're lying. What I'm saying is you you believe this too much. Show me some evidence. That's the thing too. It's like if you believe that these people are lying on their side, why can't the people on your side be lying too? We all human. People lie. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, you know what I learned? There's always something that's going to support your belief. For every always. nigga that cheated, there's a group of niggas that was like, bro, you was in the right for Yeah, that. you justify you, you for You got cheating. somebody to justify your actions. So yeah. You're going to have things that's going to justify your beliefs. That's like the girls that curse you out and then they post like a meme <laughs> to, to justify why <laughs> like, they yeah, cursed like, you out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, this is timely. Exactly. Like, there's always some shit to justify. Yeah, it's always, always something to make you feel like you're doing the right thing. They canceled Wimbledon. Yeah, that's canceled. Um, There was a news story about a New York man uh, home rated for medical supplies. Yeah, he had a a million face masks down there. Because because things are in short notice. When my job tells you, hey, you get one of these face masks. Yeah. Because we don't have enough for everybody who needs them. We don't have enough for the nurses and doctors on the front line. Like, when you see that type of shit, you know. Like, it's serious. So, for the feds to come rush your crib for something they probably wouldn't even cared about months ago. Yeah. Like, you start, you keeping personal protective equipment for people who need it. Like, they got China cranking out face masks right now. Yeah. Which was weird to me. But hey. they got China cranking out. Much as we out hate China, masks. we used to shit out them for some manufacturing. Nikes and. Bro. Yeah, it's like, yo, China get it for us. I wonder how, the, I wonder how all the couples are holding up. That's a good one. I mean, you, you can't, can't break up away. with an ass right now. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't, can't move away. away. Yeah. 
<laughs> you guys are stuck man. in the crib together. Y'all have an argument. Where you gonna go? Niggas you can't really go to 5400. Niggas really learning they mate right now. Like, yeah. I didn't know you were like this. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sometimes a good thing, though. It's probably, I know it's gonna be a lot of babies popping up, though. Oh, 1,000%. Definitely. It's going to be a lot of babies coming. That raw dog this. come too soon when y'all, y'all got to do is fuck. Ain't nothing else to do. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fuck it. Fuck that kind we done of. That, we done watch everything on Netflix. Yeah, we done went through all American. <laughs> we done watched everything on <laughs> Ozark Netflix. Ozark season three is over with. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> What's next? You clearing that shit. Yeah, like how many times I'm going to watch by oh, who killed Malcolm X? And think about it. If, <laughs> if either y'all both working for home or one of y'all laid off. Oh, yeah. Nine times out of ten. So, like, yeah. You like, done work there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like shit. Give me an hour. I'm going to come through on my lunch break, bust you off, and then oh, go that's back to for work. The, yeah, that's for the niggas that's not working. <laughs> like, that's not living together. The niggas that's living oh, together, yeah. them the niggas being tested. Definitely. Because they ain't been around each other this much. Yeah, it's niggas like, starting gardens and shit. Yeah, most, yeah that. <laughs> yeah. Niggas is learning shit. I know I've been learning shit. I've been reading. I've been fucking watching videos I wouldn't normally watch because yeah. I can't. I mean... I don't. I really don't have anywhere to be. Like exactly. I'm, I'm gonna finish this book, The Way of the Superior Man. I had that shit for a year. I'm gonna finally finish that shit. You're good. Like you normally finish books. I am usually good at that, but that one I just couldn't finish for some reason. I'm gonna go ahead and finish it, man. Cause I saw a, a clip of Nipsey talking about the book online. I was like, damn, I should have finished that shit. Cause Nipsey was just saying that it was a good book and that you had to, um, you gotta be in a certain mind. He did say that, that you gotta be in a certain mind space in life to get that book and understand it. So I was like, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Cause I, uh, was, I just couldn't get into it. They had a list of books he read. Yeah. Posted online. But Drake talked about that book a lot too. What's it called? It's that? called Way, The Way of the Superior Man. Okay. It's basically, it's like talking about femininity and masculinity and who how to be a masculine in a relationship and how to be the feminine in a rela- relationship. And it's just not even like like couples like business relationships and things like that it's like it's always got to be a masculine and it's always got to be a feminine and that's even when it comes to men and men yeah yeah even with men and men or women and women it's always got to be somebody that's the masculine and somebody that's the feminine is there an audio version of this book yeah yeah i might check it out um i got some i picked up a few audio titles this week on trading stock options and just uh, the stock market in general. So yeah, it's been I, like your little baby throughout the yeah, pandemic. That's what like you've been learning. Pandemic thing, just stock. Stocks are inter. Stocks yeah. have always been interesting, but like now that shit is volatile. Yeah, and now that I got my boot camp, I really been researching workouts and shit like oh, that. Oh really? So yeah, that's kind of what my logic. Yo, been. first of all, shout out to you for that though, man. Like, like <laughs> I meant to tell you, I don't know if I told you that, bro, but like you stepped, you stepped up and gave people a community when their community was stripped from them. Like that's yeah, bro. You know I like how saying? you put that shit. <laughs> <laughs> now that's real talk Like you gave niggas a community Like they don't have anybody to lean on And like it's important That you got somebody Like now they look forward to Saturday mornings yeah. To like yo I'm gonna go do this with them Because their social contact has been limited You know yeah. what I'm saying And then when you close down the business that they patron To get their social contact To get their uh weekly dose of you know stress relief I, I got to see my homie at the gym We talk that's gone now. So yeah. you gave them, you gave them, you give it, you're giving them a glimpse with a quick Saturday morning workout, which I'm pretty sure once the workout is over, niggas kind of kicking for a minute. I ain't yeah, seen you yeah. in a minute. Like, yeah, talk it out. Let's talk. Things like that. <laughs> I mean, just how it usually is, but I mean, I guess I never really looked at it. I was just wanted to work out and I was like, you can work out with me, but you know, the designing the workouts has been kind of cool. And I was like, dope. all right, do I want to work the shoulders right now? Like, you know. 
where would I break? Like, I got to set up a workout. I got to set up an exercise that will kind of be the rest exercise. Like, this will be the one that you take a rest on, and then you jump right back up and get your heart rate up. Mm-hmm. It's been crazy. Yeah, Just trying to get it together. That's the importance of the workout, man. I know yeah. we did. And then I study their MEPS to see, like, okay, she was in the red at this point, so that really worked her. Look at this thing, I know. Yo, I got nothing up. else to do. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else to do. If, if that's not the case, I'm going to make, like, another kid. So it's, <laughs> it's best, best to be focused on something else. Not making another kid. <laughs> Condoms is on deck everywhere or strapped up. <laughs> If you get pregnant, it's not mine. But shit, yeah, if y'all in the Charlotte area, hit me up, man. I'll be doing my little boot camps on Saturday. Tell them where you at, man. Tell them where you at. Uh, we at Nivens Park under the uh, where the kids usually do the water at, the water pad. But the water pad is closed, so it's a perfect place for a boot camp. It's large and spacious and it's covered. So, and yeah. the arm distance is Oh, yeah, six we feet. six feet, baby. So we six feet. Spread your arms to your left and your right. That's your six feet. There needs to be nobody that close to you. So yeah, you we six feet apart from each other. Ain't nobody out there sneezing. Distance. Ain't nobody out there coughing. You heard me? Yeah, so probably some niggas out there sneezing. It is allergy season. Okay, yeah, you're right. That shit be scaring me too. I'm like, oh shit, is this the Rona Bruh, or is this fucking allergies? I coughed the other day. I got I've been killed. coughing too. I'm like, oh hell nah. But this nigga, the water went down the wrong pipe, man. Was, like they tried to play me. Like, nah. They get you. You saw that one they probably didn't close now, but it was like an office and had a board where they were keeping track of how many times people coughed. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I Sally, that was four times in the last 20 yeah, seconds. Yeah, you got to go on. home. You got to get the fuck out of here. Take that shit to your family. Don't bring that shit here. The entertainers have been keeping us entertained online. Yeah. Oh, man. Boosie is my Boosie, nigga. Boosie, nigga. I was watching Boosie <laughs> last night till like one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I still haven't went to the virtual strip club yet. That's what I wanted. What, quarantine? Yeah. Qu- well, not quarantine. Ready, like, not the shit with Troy. Uh, Troy, uh, Troy uh, uh, what's that nigga name? Tory Lane. Tory Lane. Yeah. yeah. But just the, just the, they do have Oh, DJs the Magic that, City joint? Well, that one, Um, there was one DJ my cousin sent me. He was like getting girls off the live who wanted to shake that ass, kind of like what Boosie do. Yeah, but he a DJ, so he was oh, doing the mix you. so they could shake that ass. I mean, you gotta think about it. these strippers ain't making no money. They they place for businesses closed, <laughs> and then they they pin their cash. Yeah, tip. Yeah, but I mean, tip the strip. Hey, yo, if you see a stripper working hard on IG live, tip your stripper. Yeah, tip us. You might see your private video or so. You never know. This ain't the same times we were living in where this is. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. Like you tricking, like nah, like that's her job. You know what I'm saying? I like a she good twerk. Work. I like a good twerk video. I wonder we, if they we do discussed a house this calls. yesterday about the twerk video. Are you uh, a good twerk video? <laughs> yeah, I like a good twerk video. So, you know, you can send me a twerk video. I'll let you know if I like it or not. <sighs> I ain't gonna cash happy right now until I get my stimulus check. <laughs> but y'all can send me twerk videos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I, I am I, retarded. I like nudity, <laughs> the straight up porn. So that's what you like. Yeah. If you want to send me some sexual shit, let me know. Yeah. Nah. I, I like to be tempted. I like <laughs> to be like, I wonder what's under that. Um. <laughs> I I don't like to be fooled. I don't like to be tempted that much. Yeah. Sometimes, if I know I'm about to like get it. Yeah. You, know, like, you like, a thong dude now or what you what kind of panties <laughs> you like on your girl? Because <laughs> I remember back in the day I used to be like boy shorts, boy shorts, boy shorts, but now I boy shorts kinda was. played out. I never I've always been the G string. Yeah, I'm definitely a thonger. A thong person. I don't like boy shorts. I don't like anything 
that cover that thing. I like to see that little piece of string yeah. in between their ass crack around their way. Like I love that. I shit. like that too, but I don't know. I think it was more like with the boy shorts. It was like the cheeks was hanging out and shit. It just looked good on the girls. But nowadays, I think I'm more of a thong guy. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't even know what's left. They got so many different type of panties. T string, G string, thong. There you go. Are cheeky? All, is that something? The cheekies are okay. Yeah. But she gotta have the ass. Oh. I used to mess with this girl, and she would. She loved the cheekies, but she. I like. I liked anything on her, so she was fantastic. Yeah, some girls just her. got the body to look good in any type of underwear. Yeah, I, I enjoyed her, and she was always ready. So shout, yeah, shout out to her. Big shout out to her. Back to the internet shit. Yeah, um, back to the internet. Y'all ladies, <laughs> let us know what, what's the new draws to wear. Yeah, what are y'all wearing, man? Hit us up in the comments. <laughs> what y'all, what you, what you wearing for your man or for your quarantine boo or just for us because you like us? Um, anyway, <laughs> most girls probably wear boy shorts though. Still, like that's the new granny panty, not granny panty, but like regular draws day. Yeah, I ain't gonna see no nigga shapewear and all that shit. Who knows? You'd bro. be surprised how many women don't wear panties at all. That's true. Like you'd be surprised at that. Like. But the women that wear no panties and jeans, they trip me out. I'm like, how are you doing that? Like, that's got to suck. That's got to, like, cut your vagina up, right? I thought the same thing. Denim a rough-ass material. I used to mess with a chick out in D.C. She wore no panties, and I was like, even in jeans? And she's like, yeah. I was just like, For real? Right. Yes. I was like, all right. What if she in white? Like, what if she got to go to the bathroom? <laughs> hey, listen. All right, fuck it. I don't know. I didn't die. <laughs> you got, like, PP residue in your jeans and shit? I guess they wipe it. Really well, yeah. Better than me because I go to the bathroom. I don't shake enough. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, I'm I like, just started a shake routine. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like I never shake enough. <laughs> I'm like, it fuck it. I just got the fat stains in my drawers. There was a, <laughs> there was, a, there was a uh, the baby and Raven Simone interacting. Oh, I saw that. I, I like that little video. Nigga man. pulled up on her too. He did. Is she here? Mm, he probably in L.A. I feel like he's home. His management is home. Like oh, everybody's really? home. I feel like it's Maybe here. Raven do live in Charlotte. That's what I want to know. And if Raven is here, holla at me. I know you're gay and everything, but I just want to meet you. <laughs> yeah, Raven's still like that, dude. I st- I'm, still upset with, <laughs> I'm still upset with this nigga. Are they broken up, him and his girl? I don't know what's going on. I would think he so. He shot the video. I haven't watched the video yet, but I know oh, he got B. the Simone? video. B. Simone, B. Simone has a known crush on him. Yeah, she loved her some baby, like And then you got some of that. him and Danny Lee rumors, and then they dropped the video around the same time as the but rumors. Didn't I watch him flirt with Raven? Like, are you slapping your girl in the face? What's, Maybe they are. I but I know she's like pregnant, so you got a baby on the way. You don't want to ruin that relationship. I don't think everything's all right at home. Man. Well, I mean, we're going to pray for uh, Mimi. <laughs> Mimi, we we are with you, and the baby, we want you to do better, man. We love you. Yeah, bro. man. We, we got love little, you, we all love the little you, Charlotte kids looking up to you, man. I know, man. Quit wilding out. Man. That's how they gonna do their baby moms. Remember, black men don't cheat, man. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much true. <laughs> that's pretty much true. Um, <laughs> also on the internet, man, it's been popping the beat battles, man. Oh yeah. I think we'll go ahead and dive into these beat battles. Let's um, get into it, man. You sent me one, but let's start. Let's start. Let's start with Neo versus Jante Austin before we go to Man and Fresh, because this was the I first. I think you one. sent me the, the list of those. Yeah, I actually uh, wrote down the list. So, the battle of the songwriters, Neo versus Jante Austin. Now, before that, the battle of the songwriters. I think the original one was the Dream and Sean Garrett. Yeah, uh, that was the first battle of the songwriters. If you didn't watch that one, it was a lot of disrespect with the Dream and Sean Garrett. I felt like Sean Garrett 
won that one. Me too. But I felt like it wasn't as good as what followed with these last three because they've been more organized. There's been a lot of love between both of the artists. Yeah. And it, it was just weird. Sean Gary was just talking a lot of shit, and the Dream can't, didn't really care for this nigga. But, I mean, they Beyonce'd me to death. Yeah, Beyonce and Rihanna is like, it's funny because y'all write for the same people. Yeah. So, like, I, I, Sean Gary, apparently your pen is nice, man. I didn't know that he wrote a majority of those songs. So I'm yeah, like, I didn't know he did the Aaliyah shits. Nah, 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 nah. Like, even with Jonte Austin, as we about to get into it, I didn't know oh, he yeah, did some yeah. of these Aaliyah shits. So, Jonte Austin and Neo. Neo's one of my favorite artists. I know you don't like Neo, so shout out to them. Oh. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go ahead and do this round for round, man. Round one, Jonte Austin hit us with the Marcus Houston, that girl. And then, ah, uh, uh, shit. No, that girl was Neo. What was Jonte yeah. Austin's song? I didn't write down his song in that first round. That's all right, man. We'll move to second. I think he's, I can't, I can't remember what he, but I think Neo won. It's on YouTube, the whole battle. It is. I just didn't write that one down. But I think Neo won with that girl. I didn't notice that was Neo writing, but when I heard the song back yesterday, I said, yeah, he wrote that. Oh, yeah. It sound like him. Um, round two, Aaliyah lost without you and then unfaithful with Rihanna. So, Jonte Austin wrote Aaliyah's lost without you and then Neo wrote unfaithful. I picked unfaithful. I gotta agree. Unfaithful is a beautiful song. I picked unfaithful. Neo got that round. So, that's two rounds with Neo for me. Yeah. And for you. So, we got into round three. Um, like that, Mariah Carey versus Carrie Wilson's Love Knock You Down featuring Neo. I gave that to Jonte Austin. Like that with M- MC Mariah Carey was a banger, and it was on a, one of her best albums. Yeah. So I think that was a good one. So we agree Definitely. on that. Yeah, I got Mariah Carey. I don't think we disagree till we get to 11. Okay, so round four. Um, to me, automatically went to Neo um, because Don't was not written by Jonte Austin. So he used Don't because it was it sampled one of his songs. Yeah. And it was inspired by him, but I don't think that counts. So Got Her On just automatically wins in round four because you didn't write that, my man. Um, round five. Stingy uh, by Genuine versus Own It. Um, I forgot who sung Own It, but I gave that to Stingy. Uh, John T. Austin, I gave that to Stingy from Genuine. Uh, round six was Chris Brown, Yo, versus Stay With Me by Neo. I gave that to Chris Brown. Yeah, it's a big Chris Brown I think we 3-3 three, three right now. A 4-3, a 4-2. And then round seven, uh, Don't Forget About Us, Mariah Carey. Versus uh, Spotlight. I said Spotlight won. Yeah. Over Don't Forget About Us. Big crossover record for Neo. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, round eight. Tony Braxton's Just Be a Man About It with Dr. Dre versus Neo's um, Think of Me Anymore. One of his songs, once again, I thought Just Be a Man About It was the better song. Dope. That's a dope Neo song, though. It is a dope Neo song. Um, it was that was a tough round just because Neo played him, and I think he had something better than just be a man about it. Yeah, but that wasn't the one that was gonna beat just be a man about it. Um, Shawty like mine versus Busted Baby. I had to pick Bus. I had to pick uh, Shawty like mine. I saw that. I had to pick Shawty like mine, man. I don't. I mean, 
that's one of the ones I would think would be a draw, but I ain't mad at either one of these picks. I think both of them got the same amount of radio attention because yeah. you could not go anywhere without hearing those. It's the same year both of those dropped, the same exact summer. Yeah. You could not turn on the radio and not hear Shorty Like Mine followed by Busted Baby followed by Shorty Like Mine again in the next hour. Like It was back to back. But I had to go with Shorty Like Mine. It's more of the pop hit to me. But, of course, I love Bussy, baby. Yeah. Of course. Uh, round 10, Trey songs, I Need a Girl. One of my favorite Trey songs. Uh, versus songs. Neo's Go On Girl. I picked Trey songs, I Need a Girl. Yeah. That was written by Jonte Austin. Um, Sweet Lady by Tyrese, written by Jonte Austin. Versus Make Me Better, Neo this, and Fabulous. Our first is disagreement. All right. I had to go with I love. I think Sweet Lady a classic. It's always going to be a classic. Sweet Lady says Johnny. <laughs> Um, I had to go make me better. I had to go make me better. And it wasn't fair because you gotta like if I play Sweet Lady and you come back with Make Me Better, like you got that a love song battling a a rap hit. That's difficult to like figure out like, damn, yeah. which one do I go with? Like of course Sweet Lady is a great song. But you made me better had me in this motherfucking vibe and like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I remember this. Like, sweet lady was cute. You make me better was hard. <laughs> so that was why I went with, with with you make me better. Um, round two, um, like you versus Jeezy, leave you alone. And I forgot the, uh, who sung that song. That like, nigga Neo put a lot of his own shit out there, but I mean, I guess he a singer slash songwriter. I don't think he should have used mo- his songs a lot. Like some mm-hmm. some areas, I think like the next round, Chris Brown. With you versus So Sick. I took Chris Brown. And I took So Sick on that one. Really? That's the one I disagree. That was like Neo. To me, that's one of Neo's biggest songs. It is one of Neo's six. What was the Chris Brown song? I can't remember. What uh, Chris Brown was. Uh, What's the melody? That's a nice song. With you, with you, with you, with you, with you. And what was old girl's name that was on it? The chick from London? I think it was. No, Jordan. Jordan Spark. Jordan Spark. No, that was a different song. Okay. That was uh, No Air. Oh yeah, that is a big yeah. ass song. I love with you. Yeah, it's a dope song. It, I it love with you. Total uh, airwaves up, but I just kind of had, had to go with it. so sick. No, I feel you. Nah, so sick was another one of those radio classics. Like, yeah, you didn't go anywhere and not hear so sick. Uh, round fourteen was "Shake It Off" by Mariah Carey versus "Round of Applause" with Rihanna. I had to take Rihanna. On yeah, that, that was a good match. I wouldn't be mad at either one of those, but yeah, "Round of Applause" probably a bigger record. It's a great record. Uh, Trey Songs, Jonte Austin wrote uh, "Can't Help But Wait" versus "Sexy Love." I chose "Sexy Love." Yeah, we disagreed on this one too. Yes, I um, chose "Sexy Love." Yeah, yeah I gotta lean more towards Trey on that one. I, don't, I mean, I don't have a good reason why, but okay. I just <laughs> personally. Then we had Aaliyah's "Without You," "Lost Without You," and then versus Beyonce's "Why Why I Love You," and I picked Aaliyah. Yeah, we agreed on that one. Uh, we coming down to the last. This three one rounds. we disagreed on. Chris Brown's popping versus Neo's mirror. Oh no, no. Aaliyah, Aaliyah cannot can come, come over versus Miss Independent. I said it's a draw on that one. But that's once again like, how do you put Miss Independent versus the soft, lovely? See, it would have been better if I say can can I come over versus Mirror. Yeah, that should have been the battle. But versus Miss Independent. Yeah, I like Can I Come Over. It is a beautiful song. But you it's like, damn, I guess that's per person. Like because it's a hell of a battle. What's your vibe? 
So I mean, you're right. I can see that going either way. Um, Chris Brown's popping. I picked that over yeah. Mira. That popping, popping. You can't be popping. Yeah. Then uh, Mary J. Blige. Uh, with I think it's without you, I want to be with you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Versus Mario, let me love you. I had to check Mary J. Blige. Definitely. And then the uh, last round was uh, We Belong Together versus To the Left, and I took We Belong Together. I couldn't take To the Left. I couldn't take To the Left. I had to take We Belong Together. It was just to me a better song. Um, but I think in all that, I think I had Jante winning. Yeah, I think so too. I think when I tallied it up, I had Jante winning. But y'all tell me that was a good battle. <laughs> that man. was a very probably good my favorite battle. That was one of my favorite ones, which... Um, Last night we had T-Pain and Lil Jon go at it, which was a good battle, but Lil Jon won to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. So we got something to talk about there. But before we get there, I do want to cover the, the Man in Fresh star Scott Storch. I don't think it was The close. murdering of, of Man yeah, Fresh? the murdering of Man in Fresh, Scott man. Storch was killing his ass. It was Go DJ versus Dr. Dre's The Watcher. You have to. That's a W. The Watch is the better song. Yeah. Uh, Juvenile's High versus Chris Brown. I think it was a Chris Brown song. It, 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 and it's not. The title's not here. But once again, I took Chris Brown. I mean, I took Chris Brown. I took Scott Storch in most of these. Um, Baby Boy um, by Beyonce versus Project Chick. I had to take Baby Boy. Uh, Hot Girl versus Lil Kim's Light Us Up. I had to take lighters up, like bling bling versus make it rain. I have to take make it rain. Shit, twenty uh, twos versus even Gwen Stefani. Like, yeah, it, it's a very uh, Scott just got range, bro. Yeah, it's it's got so much. Range he got different um, regions that he worked with. When Manny kind of only working with the South, like Manny didn't really and have no uh, used all up his North cash rappers. money shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I he even did a Roddy Rich joint. Yeah, like. I can't, I can't, you know, that, it was just unfair. <laughs> it wasn't much to leave up. Um, shit, he even did songs with Mariah and Jada, and you put that against the block is hot. Like, Scott Storch just swept Manny Fresh off the floor. I, it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair at all. And last night, I tuned in, I think about 300,000 people tuned in to, uh, the the battle with um and I sent it to you, I gotta find it. The battle with uh Little John and Lil and uh T Pain. T Pain, man. So here we go. So cause I see we already disagree on some things. <laughs> you got the list? Yeah, I got it right in front of me. All so right. round one, Kanye West featuring Team Pain, Good Life, versus Lil John and the East Side Boys get low. I go I, see that's just hard, man. I'm gonna say good life on that one. Alright. I'm I'm going good life. I hate yeah. it. I, I heard good low so much I hated it. Um then we go into Flow Rider t- feature T Pain low versus Usher Lil John Ludacris. Yeah. Gotta go, yeah. That shit ran. I went low. Year. You went low? I went low. Yeah, ran I, for a year and a half, number one. I don't know yeah, if it was number no, one. No, yeah, it's still hot. Yeah, but it was long as hell. It's like, yeah, yeah. But for the clubs that play low. Call the white girls up and equal. let's get Kobe. Low is the equal. It's the Latino white people jam. Yeah. Thought it got low, 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 low. Before sweet. I mean, all that shit catchy as hell. Yeah, it is. It was a good even battle. Yeah. Um, We go from there to Booty Work versus Yin Yang Twins. Uh. To the window, no, to no, the wall. Up down, up down, up down versus Salt Shaker. Salt Booty Shaker. Booty going up, down. 
I took up down. <laughs> I took up down. That song, I've sung that song subcon. Lots, I don't know if I say subconscious or unconsciously. I just break break out singing up down. Yeah, like I love that song. Um, then T Pain's Booty Work versus Scrappy's No Problem. Now this was the first one that they put head to head that I don't think matched up. Because no problem in the type of song that is versus booty work, booty work, boo 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 booty work. Yeah, it, it just don't match. So yeah, yeah, I gotta go. No problems on that one. I'm gonna go no problem. Last night I went booty work. Yeah. I changed my mind this morning. I am going no problem on that one. So now we got. I got three one. You got two two. I think. Man, fuck that nigga. Fuck that. Hold him back. Yeah. That, okay, yeah. <laughs> no problem. No. No problem. No problem. Uh, DJ Khaled featuring T Pain. I'm so hood versus throw it up featuring Pastor Troy and Lil John. Ooh, I went with T Pain on that one though. I went with T Pain on that one yeah. too. I forgot how dope that song was. Um, Lil Wayne featured T Pain, Got Money versus Young Bloods, and Lil John. Damn, I went with Damn. I'm going with Damn on that one too. Okay. <laughs> then DJ Khaled came with uh, Kanye and T Pain, Go Hard versus. Um, Capleton tour. Now I had have never heard that song. Yeah, I got it. I saw that. Go hard. Got it. That's one of T Pain's bangers. I went with go hard. Uh, T Pain came right. with uh, Pitbull featuring T Pain. Hey baby, and Pitbull featuring Lil John the anthem, which I think was Vente Loca. Yeah, what that was for uh, Lil John. Um, I I went with Lil John on that one. Um, who'd you take? I went with Lil John on that one too. Okay, that one I was kind of like I don't give a fuck. They both reggaeton hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. I mean, I didn't even know T Pain had all this. So then we got Five O'clock, T T Pain, which yeah. I love that song. And then I don't give a fuck. I went with Five O'clock. What was the t- uh, Lil it's John five song? O'clock, uh, we riled up in the club, bitch. I don't give a oh, fuck. Oh yeah. Hey, <laughs> I'm about to roll with John on that one, bro. Yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you. I gotta go with T Pain on Five O'clock. I love Five O'clock in the morning, man. Um. Rick Ross featuring T Pain, the boss, versus Trick Daddy. Let's go. Okay, grief. Let's John got them hits. John bro. do got them hits. I went with Let's Go. I yeah, that's Let's what, Go. I mean, I want to go for T Pain, but it's like, yo, all them shits got me crunk. I feel like a little John said it in the battle. He's like, I got a genre. That's my genre. Yeah, I he, created he did. this shit. He said, I created this shit. He does have a genre, and he was able to go outside that genre by producing reggaeton smash hits. Yeah. Like smash hits. Um, next round I feel like is a give me, but I want to hear you on this. I'm sprung versus freakily. Oh yeah, I'm sprung. I went North Carolina. Oh, you did. I went North Carolina. I had to go. I'm sprung on that one. Freakily was killer. Um, of course, back to Chris Brown. You got Chris Brown in the tuck. You know what I'm saying? It's it's hard to beat. He had, he pulled out Chris Brown kiss kiss. Big uh, ass record. Lil John pulled out goodies from Sierra. I think you gotta go Chris Brown on that one. I think you do gotta go Chris Brown on that. I'm with you on that one. Goodies from Sierra is great, but yeah. you gotta go Chris Brown. Uh, T Pain featuring Lil Lil Wayne, can't believe it, and then Trivial some cut. Whew, I'm going T Pain on that one. <sighs> I gotta. I gotta go some cut. All right. <laughs> I gotta go some cut. That's that was tough. All right, DJ Unk, two-step remix or uh, Fat Joe's Lean back remix? I was in college when both of these were out. <laughs> and that, t- that, that, t- that two-step that, uh, two remix just was like a fool. Yeah, it was a fool. <laughs> <laughs> they would cut that shit on and niggas would go hand yeah. in the club. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll side with you on this. Now, this round is where I feel like T-Pain probably run the battle. 
pulled out R. Kelly's I'm a flirt remix. Hell no. Versus Daddy Yankee's Gasolina. He won only because of his verse, though. Because he snapped on that verse. That song was good. That nigga hit him with the Como Se Yama, Te Yamo Mi Yamo Pain. What is your name? <laughs> And everybody <laughs> speaking Spanish like, oh, we using that on, on those Mexican girls. So we definitely <laughs> gave it to pay. Um, after that, we got D. Uh, hold on. All right, so, all right, so after that, Jamie Fox, uh, blame it on the alcohol. Lil John shots. I went with shots. Yeah, shots is a bigger record. Shots was the bigger record. Uh, T Pain's bartender versus Two Shorts blow the whistle. I Ooh, went blow God the whistle. Dang, you gotta go blow the whistle. Bartender's dope, but blow the whistle, a classic. Um, I go then, on and on. <laughs> T-Pain featuring Mike Jones. Of course, I'm in love with a stripper, which is that's the remix. And then you got Lovers and Friends. This is another one with the songs, to me, don't match up well. What was T-Pain's song? It even matter. Once you play that fucking Usher verse, it's a rap. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I agree. All right, so we, we agree on that one. Uh, buy you a drink versus snap your fingers. Do your stand. That's another tough one. I think I'm going to go with buy you a drink, though. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, I think I'm with you. And then here we are, the last round. All I do is win versus turn down for what? That's a that's a that's, that's a tough one. Yeah, because both of those songs. I think I'm gonna go. All you do, all I do is win. Because every time, every baseball, basketball, you game you go to, and they win, they play that shit. You took the words right out of my head, man. Like that. I don't even know the score. T Pain might have won. T Pain might have won. Not going through we it. We have to listen back and give like hear what the score was, but. I will say this. This has been fantastic to see. This has been great to watch. Uh, shout out to everybody doing them. I hope we get more of this yeah. while we're on lockdown. They want the JD versus Diddy battle. And then some people are calling for the Trey songs, Usher. I think Usher will watch the flow with Trey. I told you I don't want the, the Diddy battle just because we we don't know Diddy's writing credits. Yeah. But if we're talking about executive producer versus executive producer, I guess it's a great battle. I like to keep it in the realm of beat makers and writers mm-hmm. because we can like we know you pin those lyrics or we know you made that beat, and so I think that's that makes it dope. But I would like to see the the, the Jermaine Dupri versus Diddy. I'm I'm not here for Usher versus anybody. Metro Boomin versus like, DJ Mustard to be straight. I would say I was thinking about that, so I was thinking about Metro Boomin, but I was thinking didn't Boy Wonder battle somebody? Oh, uh, that was the first one. It was was it him and Hitmaker or? Yeah, Boy Wonder was the first one. I think it was him and Hitmaker or him and somebody else. I would like, but it was Boy Wonder versus somebody. I want to say it was Hitmaker. I wouldn't mind seeing, I know Hitmaker um, just went through all that shit with beating that girl with a gun and shit. I wouldn't see, uh, <laughs> what's my man, man? Uh, Yo, Pierre, get in here. Is That that ain't Metro Boomin. Murder Beats. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. see, mind seeing Metro Boomin and Murder Beats because I would love to hear the range of those two. Yeah. Like what they've been giving us in this new generation. Travis Scott and Kanye guys. would be a good one. Travis Scott versus the Migos. Mm. Like, let's put that up. Let's put the Travis Scott, which they probably got so many joint ventures yeah. together, but the Travis Scott catalog and the Migos catalog might be. I think Travis Scott mops the floor with the Migos. Yeah. But now since they all three have individual albums, maybe there's something there that'll help that, that score. But, yeah, I, I like to see Travis Scott and the Migos go at it or go group for group, put Migos up against another group. I don't know who they would battle though, because they're the question. only good group out right now. Yeah, they had to battle old school group, group which it wouldn't. Probably I wouldn't mind seeing the baby take on a nigga, because he's out of all the new artists, he's he got, one of the he's one of the new southern. He's artists got a lot of lyrics. features too that he can play. 
I want to hear the lyrics though. I want to. I honestly would like to see the baby versus little baby. That'd be track a good for one. track. That'd be a good one. They both been in the game probably uh, just offset, as long. The baby versus Offset. The baby versus Offset. Ah, Offset might body him. But the baby would take him out ly- lyrically. Yeah, lyrically. Offset might body him. I, I think Offset will give him that some problems. That Levi High shit. That verse underrated. I gotta go back and listen to. I listen that shit. I was running the other day. I was like, oh shit, my nigga snap. That nigga, yo, you'll get a 16. He'll give you a 16, man. But um, Jermaine Dupri versus Diddy, definitely looking forward to if they give us that. I don't know if we'll be able to get that. They'll have to, somebody have to put that together. But they in the house. They ain't got number time. Um, I think that was it. Internet-wise, sports world is, uh, NFL is expanding to 14, 14 playoff teams. Yeah. I was a little upset at first. I thought they were expanding to 16. But it's only 14, so it still makes it interesting. Still only less than half of the league can get in. Yeah. But it improves they chances for teams more like team, us. Which is, I don't know how that's going to work. So it's going to be like a play-in game, I guess? Definitely. I think they're going baseball format. Play-in, mm. then you win. Um, I think somebody will end up. I think the, the, the I think that team that used to get the bye and only had to oh, play so it'll only be one team with a bye. May I still think it'll be that way because it was always one team with a bye. Well, it was two teams with the first round bye, and then they had the wild card in each weekend. division. Though, yeah, right? in each division it was two teams. The one and two will get the bye the first week, and then they'll play the winners of the wild card. Well, if we're looking at seven teams per conference, that means there's definitely going to be a play one of them. Don't get it. Yeah, one of them might have to and go. And then play. one bye. But the one with the bye, who are they waiting on? And is their bye to the championship? Because to me, that makes it interesting. If yeah, I pretty. get a bye and the only game I got to play for it is the NFC or the AFC championship, oh, I'm with that. Yeah. Oh, that's worth it. You mean I, I bust so my ass this season and I only get one game to get in and one game to win it all? That works out. Because I think baseball is the same way. You got the play in, you yeah. got the wild card round, and then they meet somebody who's been waiting. Which is another great playoff format. The NBA needs a better playoff format. They've been working on it. They've been talking about just doing one through sixteen, no conference. They should. I heard this this week, and I seen it flash across my screen that since the season was canceled or has been pretty much blown up, they were considering putting all the teams in a thirty-two game, thirty, you know, in a NCAA style tournament. Uh. This is what I talked about before. If you give us a one and done, who is the true NBA champion? If you just put make a 32-team tournament, has the playoffs, who would win that shit every year? I think it would be the greatest thing in sports. All it takes is one bad night from the team that can could win with a seven-game series. Yeah. It adds parity to the game because, I mean, you have your games where the Suns come out and blow the Lakers out. Yeah, that happens. You just need one of those. Yeah, they just the, catch them on shit. a good night. And I think it brings the competition level back to the playoffs, and it'll also take away from that high score because Cats is playing defense now. You mean I could win an NBA championship in a 32-game tournament? That'd be crazy. Like, what's the point of even playing a season then? <laughs> Ain't no more super teams. I guess just for seeding purposes. Ain't no, yeah. Ain't no more, yeah, for seeding purposes. That's it. I don't need a super team now. I just need us to go out here and play hard one night. And I feel like one night, any team could beat anybody. One game. Shit, seven games, I got time. Oh, yeah, so I'm looking at it now. So only one team from each conference gets the first round by now. Okay. So there's not two teams to get the first round by. So you want to win the conference, so you get that first round by. But so the next round, will, they'll still have to play up until. So they only get one yeah, round and off. Yeah, six games on wild card weekend mm. besides the four. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be 
Super interesting. Um, also in the sports world, uh, how did this conversation come up? Who is the best number three? Uh, you know, I think on ESPN they were just reaching for something to argue about on first take, and oh. or not even. I think it was Fox, right. and they did D Wade versus Iverson, and then LeBron versus Jordan for the best person to wear twenty three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then me and Mike was talking the other day. We was like, who's the best to wear number one? We was arguing between uh, D Rose and T Mac. Um. Mm. But uh, so yeah, the original mm. argument was D Wade versus Iverson, and a lot of Iverson ended up getting chosen. But I mean, I think more of an impact on the game of basketball. I can see why Iverson would be considered better. But as far as accolades go, it's got to be D Wade. But the only thing Iverson got on D Wade is the MVP. I guess you. I guess it's what are you grading these guys off of? Are we grading them by what they did on the court? Um. Are we grading them by, like you said, impact of the game? Yeah. Like, how are we grading these number threes? Because D-Wade was a great number three. And let's we can argue about this. Shaq don't get that title if D-Wade don't play in that, in those finals against Oh, uh, definitely. Da- I think it was Dallas, right? Yeah. They don't win. You needed D-Wade. Yeah, definitely. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't one of those situations where D-Wade needed Shaq. It was one of those situations where... I need D Wade, and D Wade proved himself in that final series. He closed that series out. So, I mean, he did. Um, I mean, he did what Iverson wasn't able to do as far as winning a championship. Now, what he did with LeBron, we can say that's all Bron, or we could just look at it like you know the best team won. But when it comes to what he did with Shaq, he won that championship. Hands down, in my opinion. I don't know if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, Shaq could even admit it, though. Yeah, Shaq will tell you It that. was D-Wade that helped win that thing. I don't, I don't think I don't know if that helps his argument versus Iverson. I think with Iverson, you're fighting against a lot of, like you said, impact on the game, um, what he did for the game, how he changed the game. Like, he came in during the time where you could put your footprint on something. Yeah. I think the same thing with LeBron James. A lot of times with LeBron James, it's not the game of LeBron, LeBron James. James. It's just the impact that LeBron James has had on the game. Yeah. And if you want to transition this to Steph Curry, you could. The impact that him having that range – and shooting those threes have had on the game has transformed the yeah, way they people really play the game. They're discussing a four point line now because yeah. of this nigga. Because, so I guess when you have to put that against, I guess you say, Iverson, I guess if we're throwing all of that in there, then Iverson is the better number three. Now, is Iverson the better basketball player? No. I don't know. Yeah, I agree yeah, with that. I would say Chris Paul is a better basketball player that wore number three than Allen Iverson. If and you I would agree basketball with that. Pl- I would how you play the game of basketball. 1,000%. Uh, Look at what he did with the Thunder this year. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about you, but I thought it was over for him. People don't like playing with Chris Paul, but that nigga is going to help you win. He's going to make you a better basketball player at the end of the day. Yes. <laughs> if we talking about the best number three as a basketball player? Yeah, Chris Brown. I mean, Chris Paul. Yeah. 1,000%. But, I mean... I ain't never gonna say nothing. You know what I'm saying? I got Allen Iverson, me and him got a picture together. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I mean <laughs> no to me I grew up, he was like my he was like my Jordan at a point in my life. And I think that's why a lot I, of people Yeah, that's why I say impacted a game. I would probably choose Iverson over D Wade, but I know D Wade got a better career and better accolades, but I would just go off you know, from my heart, I'm going Iverson. Why don't y'all argue that nigga dat me up? Why don't y'all argue the better number twenty three? LeBron and Jordan? Yes. <laughs> I, mean, well, I think we both agree. I think me and Mike do. That is, uh, is uh, I think LeBron is, uh, to us, is, is better, better than number Jordan. 23? Yeah. Mm. I like Jordan, but when this documentary comes out, we'll see how much people really love Jordan. 
Why do y'all think this documentary is going to change the view of Jordan? Jordan was an asshole. I don't think it's going to be that. I think we're going to realize his greatness in the uh, documentary. Oh. And then we were like, all right, nobody fucking with Jordan no more. I, I put it to you like this. LeBron and Jordan are equals in the fact that they come into a game during a time where the game needed something. At that time, Bird and Magic were transcending into retirement. And they had no new face for the league. They had nothing. Yeah. And here comes this kid from North Carolina who's doing things that they had never seen before. This is all a freak of nature. We watch a lot of Jordan clips and we laugh at the reverse layup. Yeah. But at that time, you hadn't seen that. That was new. Like we just sit here and laugh at Kendall Gill for taking off from probably a little <laughs> bit in front of the free throw line. And won the duck contest. And won the duck. But at that time, <laughs> they hadn't seen that. So yeah. him flicking his legs out like that and flying through the air was dope. <laughs> so so it, there hadn't been a more fierce competitor up until that point than Michael Jordan. And so now you got your Michael Jordan. He goes through his career. He has his legacy. Hell, he played at 40 in a Wizards uniform, and the numbers weren't bad. Yeah. And so. Nigga dropped 50 on the Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> and some backboard blocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then you bring LeBron James into this argument. Similar player came into the game at the time. There wasn't there wasn't a face for the league at the time. Kobe Bryant was hated. So people. Kobe was not your face. He was definitely the best. Him and Shaq at the time. He was not your face. Yeah, he couldn't be. So 2003 comes, and the kid from Akron does the same thing. And I think as far as has his impact on the game, it's equal to Jordan's. He came in, and he, he was the new Jordan. It was, I want to be like LeBron. I remember having this conversation at 18 with you. This dude is going to have this impact. It's going to be people saying, I want those LeBrons. I want those LeBrons. We grew up in an era where we wanted those Jordans. He was the same guy. You want his shoes. You want to follow him on Instagram. You want to go see his movie, Space Jam 2. Yep. You know, so I, to me, arguably. And it's you got all, a fucking talk show on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was that's the only thing that puts LeBron over Jordan for me. Because is LeBron James a great basketball player? Yes. Yes, he's a great yeah. basketball player. But I guess if you want to put him versus Jordan in a basketball realm, you tell me, what is the job of the small forward? Eh, Jordan, I mean, LeBron, it changed it. But what is the job, job of the small forward? Usually it would be a good wing defender. Uh, basically, that? try to you really, the small forward was to be the mismatch. So you can put the small forward up against a bigger power forward and take him off the dribble. Or you can put him up against a smaller, small forward or a shooting guard, and he can body him. And his so, job is, I guess, to score as well. Yeah, score and be a defender. So I, I feel like if both of these guys' jobs, especially a shooting guard, we know that position is that guy's to score. Yeah. That's his job. So the shooting guard versus small forward, two guys who were put into the game to produce points. Jordan is the better player to me. As far as impact, they have equal impact. LeBron James' impact is greater, though. So he would win that category. So it, it still would always be a toss-up for me. I would never sit up here in this microphone and tell you Michael Jordan was the, the lead, couldn't beat Braun in a game of basketball because I don't think that's possible. LeBron James' game isn't made for me and you to go mano e mano. That's just not his game. Yeah. And he's proven it time and time again. He, he don't want facilitator. He is the facilitator. Is he a killer now? He's like Magic Johnson and Scottie Pippen put together. 
It, it is. <laughs> and and he looks to keep the team involved. Um, He has his moments of give me the ball and get out of the way. Yeah. But the only person to me that is that much of a killer as Michael Jordan is Kobe Bryant. Oh, definitely. You'll yeah. never meet another killer like that. Nobody going to disagree with you on that one. They shouldn't. But the only thing I'm saying is if we're talking basketball and if both of you guys' job is to score, then Michael Jordan is the better player on the floor to me. Just to me, though. That's just my opinion. As far as everything now, outside of LeBron. Where it's not a traditional positions anymore. It's not. You got power forwards running the point. But he's Look played Giannis. But he's played long <laughs> enough to be in a traditional system and to not be in a traditional system. Yeah. And Michael Jordan didn't get that luxury. So uh, when LeBron James came into the game, he played the three every night. Yeah. Now the game has changed. Now he plays the point guard. So I mean, no different than what Magic did. It was just it wasn't on a night to night basis. Magic paid center for one game and did yeah. a great job at it. So I mean it's it's a debate. It's always gonna be a coin flip. Yeah, I think depending we'll see. On, once this documentary come out, I feel like it's gonna be a lot more people saying that nah, LeBron ain't got shit on Jordan. You know how we are. We all prisoners we recency of the moment. Bias. Yeah, yeah. But, but when the LeBron James basketball. documentary come out, it's gonna be like nah. Oh uh, yeah, you ain't fucking y'all niggas crazy. You ain't fucking with John, uh, Bron Bron. Yeah, Giannis ain't got shit on LeBron. Giannis don't have shit on LeBron, and I'm tired of that argument. <laughs> I'm tired of that. I'm tired of that. Giannis the future. No, no, no. I don't see one right now. I don't see the future. Why is Curry not the future? <laughs> That's a good question. Because he's definitely not. The, he's definitely not. A, he, he's Ankle the, issues. He's definitely not LeBron's. Uh, and that uh, nigga be on team Instagram live singing with his his preacher. Who Curry? Yeah, I'm like we got an elevation, don't he? I was like, you get this light skin shit off my damn Instagram. We're boozy. Hold up. They up there with his family. And they singing with his pastor on Instagram live. I'm like, if you don't get this shit off my Instagram, bro, where Tory Lanes at? <laughs> So niggas log on to Instagram and see ass now. <laughs> like straight up. Ass. Hey, you know niggas love some free shit. It's always been that way. <laughs> I'm not even gonna keep pretending like this is something new. Like I, I log on to look at ass. Like when we saw that OnlyFans shit, I looked at oh, that shit. I was like, nigga, I'm glad, I'm glad I never paid for this. OnlyFans hack was the shit. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I seen all the ones I love. <laughs> seen all their little pussies. Like, hey, seen it. Now I go back to their page like ah, yeah. I know what that looks like. I don't like. need the OnlyFans subscription anymore that I was gonna. I was tempting to pay. I and I like, saved all the ones I wanted <laughs> to see, <laughs> so I can see. Oh, shout out to the ladies and the Don't Rush Challenge. Oh I love yeah, the don't I like rush the Don't Rush Challenge, man. I love the Don't Rush Challenge. It yeah. is great. Makeup does wonders for a lot of y'all. True. Makeup does wonders for a lot of y'all. There's a lot of chicks I was looking at like, yo, that's her still. That's the same girl. She yeah. can turn herself into that. You can go from 0 to 6. Which ones did you see? I saw the fitness one, and I saw the U.S. Army one where it was like, and then they just got a vegan chef one. I saw that. Chef Joya was in there. Oh, no, I didn't see that one. Yeah. You got to send me that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving it, man. Uh, Fellas, man, let's get our Don't Rush game on. Let's get our Don't Rush game on, I seen a few men joints. All right. Yeah. I haven't seen it I just don't like niggas be niggas be trying to look all suited and fucking booted, man. Like, what, you wanna I be, clean up nice. You want to clean up like and did it like turn into a thug, though? Like, yeah. That would be hard, though. <laughs> like, you got a corporate job, but yeah. you a thug, nigga. Like, do it the opposite of the way. You get off work and then you turn into a thug and shit. Smoke. Yeah. <laughs> you like, uh, my man on Don't Be a Menace with the bandana. <laughs> <laughs> and you got your Uzi on the side. That'd be a harder one. <laughs> 
Oh man, don't rush. Uh, what if they did a don't rush out uh, out in L.A. and all the gangbangers go from their cripping shit and their blood shit to like their real job because they, <laughs> they real call men. center job. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, what up, cuz? You've reached uh, Verizon Wireless uh, customer <laughs> service. How may I help you, cuz? <sighs> but yeah, man. Uh, shout out to everybody doing the don't rush out. That's really all I had, man. Um, I didn't hear. Uh, I didn't get a chance to really dive into the new music this week. Kiana Lede's project I listened to. I loved it. I like it. Y'all go check that out. It should be in your DSPs. I think your boy Elevator dropping something tonight. He's dropping a video tonight. Oh, okay. He's dropping a video tonight. I can't wait to see. I seen Perrier in it. That's what's I love up. seeing them niggas together, man. I love you. Why I never see Tim Perrier and Elevator in the same like? It's a question clips. we had to ask them. That's really what I want, yo. That's the interview. That nigga Perrier humble, man. I like that nigga. That's the interview. I think that's the first interview of episodes I, 100 plus. <laughs> we need to reunite Bring EMG. Bring the whole EMG. And interview EMG. Because be I want to hear that story. Nah, that's it. We got to book that. Because we already got Tim on the hook. Yeah. We just need to get Elevator and Perrier in the same building and go behind the scenes on one of the greatest groups in Charlotte. Honest, yeah. it's not a better group in Charlotte. Like, everybody know EMG. Yeah. Because you know Elevator. I guess they all went their separate ways, man. But I, I would be, I would love to hear that story. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm always looking forward to yeah. Elevator J music. And then the two Tootsie uh, Slide, Drake. Is that the one with the video of him in his house? Yeah. I seen with that, that $47,000 jacket on. That yes. shit is crazy. Yes, I seen that. <laughs> like, bro, you <laughs> walking around your crib with a $47,000 jacket on. <laughs> that shit look like a basic ass fatigue jacket. <laughs> Fucking Drake, man. Drake is. Drake know how to make them hits, bro. Drake is the GOAT. Definitely. Like, if anybody wanted to go be- uh, shot for shot with Drake, you definitely going to get washed. You're done. He's going to beat you 20 to 0, probably. He's transcended <laughs> years, genres. Like, this nigga is. Kanye and Hove might can go with him, but I still think he'll beat him. He'll give you eleven out of eleven out of twenty. He gonna win on. Even if we had to go bars, like people forget Drake. Drake used to used before he dumbed all everything down. He used to spit spit. Oh yeah, when he was a backpack rapper. Yeah, quote he unquote. used to rap rap. Like he used to rap on the Big Sean Kendrick J Cole level. Yeah, you know he just he don't just, give a fuck no more. Okay. He's like, I can do anything. I can do left foot slide, right foot slide, and I'm about to sell a thousand percent. He don't <laughs> write nothing no more. I'm not <laughs> sitting down coming up with music no more. We good. Um, yeah, but that was it. That's all I really delved into this week. Um, on television, I did see the clips of your girls fighting. Oh, the Kardashians. Yes, man. Hey, man. Shout out to Courtney. Courtney got them hands, bruh. I don't know what was what was going on. I still have no idea what they were fighting about. I really haven't been keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> so Courtney um, and Kim, I mean, the clips have been surfacing. I guess the episode finally came out. I don't know what they were really fighting over, but uh, you know, Courtney scratched Kim. Kim told her don't do that shit no more and slapped her a couple of times and then Courtney balled Courtney the fist. Courtney balled that fist and connected yeah. two, I think it was three. She yeah. connected three times on, on And then uh, Kim, Kim had the Kim had the reach advantage. She was just she slow. Did. She was just slow as And fun. she was wide with the punch or with the slap. She landed two of the haymakers, but Courtney's haymakers I seen hit the bottom chin. Yeah. And I was kind of rocking with Courtney. But then the the Chloe Courtney interaction. Worried me for Courtney. Oh yeah, don't nobody want it with Chloe because Chloe. Has you know that's OJ Simpson's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
Speaking of OJ, did you see OJ post about Oh, Carol? yeah, about Carol. OJ got some fucking nerve. That's what I said. The nerve. <laughs> this ain't the, the pot calling the kettle black. Listen, uh, so I got a chance like, to tune Carol in Carol definitely that. killed her husband. And if you ask me. Like, nigga, where the <laughs> hell is OJ Simpson from? Like, where did you learn to talk like that? Uh, Brentwood, California. Nigga should be talking like a loke or something. <laughs> That nigga got nigga sound so like Carlton. Nerve. So I'm just finishing up 12 rounds of golf. <laughs> uh, you guys have been hitting me about this Tiger King. And uh, I, I do want to say that Carol Baskin, that is interesting, but uh, I, I definitely think she turned that husband into cat food. Yeah. I'm like, yo, OJ, like, shut OJ, your ass the fuck the up. The back of his mind, he's like, I wish I would have came up with that shit. Wish I had a tiger. <laughs> Perfect. I wish I had a tiger. Oh man, like this nigga, like yo, nigga, disappear. You killed your wife and got away with it, my nigga. Like disappear. Don't ever come back. And got out of jail twice. Yeah. Well, he dodged jail one time, went to jail, did his time, and then got the fuck out. And now that nigga's golfing. Someone gave that nigga. He's in Florida golfing, telling us that Carol did it. So yeah, of course we know Carol did it, dumbass. Yeah, we all know. Carol we don't need the expert husband. on murder to tell us that Carol did it. It fed her to a tiger. But James' uh, 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 breakdown of that shit last week was awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, she really did. Like, he got into that shit. Fucking James. That nigga, I was looking at that nigga Instagram. He ain't got shit else to do. That nigga made up a superhero. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't watch the video yet. I did oh, not like, watch this the nigga video This nigga's stupid. <laughs> I cannot wait to watch that shit because I know that nigga got some shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, But, yeah. Uh, Damn, so we giving it to Courtney on that one, Courtney versus Yeah, Kim? Courtney definitely got the win, bro. Uh, but nobody still wants it with Chloe. Nah, she 5'10, bro. You think she beat her Lamar? 5'10 and thick. Yeah, she thick as fuck. Uh, nah, uh, Lamar probably got, got them hands for her, bro. And the nigga Southpaw. And he a crackhead. Yeah. He don't feel shit. Exactly. Um, the Dr. CV Charlie was the least. Um, oh, yeah. So Can't wait for that shit niggas. to drop. They had all the hotel. They had Tariq Nasheed. Dr. Umar and that shit. I was like, oh, this shit about to be conspiracy, conspiracy. Yeah, all my hotel <laughs> niggas are somewhere ready. They like, yeah, nigga. We here, nigga. Yeah, let's go ahead. They trying to one-up each other with the conspiracies. I hate hotel niggas because they don't eat half an alkaline diet. If they don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dr. Umar got a fucking gut. Like, yeah. come on, my G. Like, what are you, what are you preaching? The niggas goddamn up. got so many toxins in their body from that Popeye's chicken. It ain't funny. Yeah, nigga, you got to alkaline your body. Hold on, let me get the number one. <laughs> yeah, and um, see my brother, extra mayonnaise. Oh uh, yeah, extra white stuff on that one. <laughs> and see, uh, like, like nigga, I told you the nigga was preaching to me for an hour, telling me the food that I was ingesting, even though I was eating vegetables, was poison. And he was like, the only way you get good food is by getting it from like. Over, like another country Which prompted me to say Well then nigga damn Where, where the fuck are you getting your food <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And he had no answer Like yo Don't hotel me to death nigga Keep it 100 Yo I know the right thing to do But I'm just like you I gotta eat the same bullshit Because I don't know how to get the good shit Yeah niggas be killing me with that shit Niggas know so much <laughs> Niggas know so much more than you off A white man on a YouTube video <laughs> But anyway Um <laughs> Um, what are you watching on TV, man? We've got a lot of TV time. Shit, you watching man. Shit? I ain't really been watching shit, man. I've been working hard as hell, bro. This shit been tough on your boy. Uh, but you know, honestly, honestly, I ain't been watching nothing, man. Well, I have a suggestion for you. I have started Little Fires Everywhere with my boo, Carrie Washington. I've heard about that. 
my white guy from Dawson's Creek. If you guys are just as old as me, you remember Dawson's Creek? And that white girl. Who's that white girl? Uh, Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, her. I'm only on episode three. I was starting episode four. Has my man Jukebox Jonathan came through. Um, but it's looking good, man. It's looking good. I'm never the all of us type guy, but this shit is down my alley. I fuck with Kerry Washington. I don't know why. Um, uh, maybe because she's beautiful, but I'm enjoying it so she far. She got the lips, boy. Here you got the lips. I don't know where she got them things from. Yes, Lord Jesus. <laughs> what it do? You said it was what I'm looking for. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> but nah, yes. Uh, but to give y'all a little bit, bit of background, little fires everywhere. I think you guys would enjoy this. Carrie Washington and all of the other characters that we named. She's raising a young daughter on her own. She is a starving artist, and her daughter has made friends with the family who actually rents them their home. And the story begins when these two families, Carrie Washington and her daughter and Reese Witherspoon and her family start to merge. There's a lot of racial uh, undertones in it as far as things being said that may be insensitive. There's an interracial couple. Reese Witherspoon's daughter is dating the high school football guy. Uh, yeah, nigga. Yes, of course, he's a black guy, mm-hmm. um, which is common. We've seen this before. We have. Patrick Mahomes. Well, we've seen it. Yeah, and we've seen it in real life. White women go after the star quarterback. Hey, um, don't take any happen. offense, white women. It's just Robert Griffin III. Yes. Yep. And you've seen what that did to his career. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so um, so there's an underlying story here of who Kerry Washington character really is. And Reese Witherspoon's character is on a mission to start to peel back the layers of who her rental tenant really is. And so has these families intertwined and uh, mixed together? This storyline is going to get better. I've seen the previews of what's to come. And, of course, the daughter of Carrie Washington is in love with this family. The family, the kids, they love the daughter. There's so many layers in this. And I really want you guys to go check out Little Fires Everywhere. This is not an ad because we ain't there yet. (laughs) But you guys need to go check it out. It's on Hulu. If you got a Fire Stick, you can download one of the little legal apps and watch it too. But... This is a great series, man. While you guys are quarantined in the crib, once you finish eight eight hours at your little de- makeshift desk at your crib, yep. go ahead, roll it over to the couch, and you want to watch this and pay full attention to it. So that's what I'm suggesting, man. That's what I got this week. Uh, other than that, man, it sounds like it's time to get into awards. Let's do it, man. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. All right. Real nigga of the week goes to this Amazon worker in Metro Detroit. He's sick of y'all shit, man. He's sick of it. If you go on the website, all the essential items are are sold out. Until you restock and until you close this building, shut it down. Dildos are not uh, essential items. Books for kids, yes, but dildos? No. Yo, my nigga is tired <laughs> He stepped to the mic to let y'all know how tired he was, man He just kept it real with y'all Like, we in here packaging dicks Alright? It's some bullshit Shit, man Motherfuckers trying to get they freak on, bruh 
It's that many women with no penis, no quarantine penis. You probably do. It probably just ain't doing what they need. Shit, what we? Hey, yo, it's uh kickingshitpie at gmail dot com. Nah, just I can't be giving out dick <laughs> like that now. Chat Horbox Johnny, Horror <laughs> Man Jones. Nigga, I was saying you got a dick too, Horror <laughs> Man Jones. Oh, I'm using mine too, nigga. <laughs> Tag me in, buddy. <laughs> These niggas are sick. All right, uh, Dutch Metal. It goes out to Tampa Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. Rodney Howard Brown, ignoring everything that's going on, still chose to have service last Sunday, and he was locked up for it. Church full of people trying to pray the corona out of them, ignoring the orders of stay in place. So Robert Brown, Rodney Brown, gets our dunce medal this week. And any pastor out there still trying to hold a, a service, it shows that you're selfish and you only care about you. If you love the people around you, protect the people around you, send them home. Send them home. All right, person of the week. Alright man So I got my nigga Van Jones this week man Shout out to Van fucking Jones bro Van is an American news commentator He's an author He's a non-practicing attorney He's co-founded a whole bunch of non-profit organizations Is he a philanthropist? A philanthropist? Yes Yes definitely a philanthropist uh, He's got a couple books out The Green Collar Economy and Rebuild the Dream Both best selling uh, books on the New York Times bestsellers. Uh, he served as uh, Barack, Obama, Barack Obama's special advisor for green jobs. Um, and now he's working with Meek Mill, Jay-Z, and I forgot the name of the, uh, Robert Kraft. And what's the nigga name that owns the Sixers? Forgot him. But they I all, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I also know his name. I'm talking oh, about. And, uh, justice reform and, um, you know, bringing down the justice system and things like that, the way it's worked, um, and over-incarceration of minorities. Uh, this dude just dedicate his life to doing better for his community, man. And I know we see him on CNN and shit. We like who this fucking black guy that talks well. You really got Joshua Harris is Sixers owner, Michael Rubin. Michael yeah, Michael Rubin. Rubin. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you see this guy on CNN and you like, damn, who the fuck is this well-spoken black guy? You think he an Uncle Tom and shit? But nah, this nigga get it in. No, nah. he get it in, get it in, bro. Like he, his list of accolades so long we can't even go over it, bro. He's got, I'll just go over some of his nonprofits. Ella Baker Center for Community Rights, Color of Change, Shift to Environmentalism. He's got something called Green for All. He's got this shit called the Green Collar Economy. Um, he's on the council for the White House Environmental Quality uh, Team. Uh, he's got some shit called Center for American Pro Progress. He also works at uh, Princeton University. Wow. This nigga got to get it in, bruh. He get it in, bruh. Damn. Yeah, so... Next time y'all see Van, well, make sure y'all listen to whatever the fuck he's saying. Take in the knowledge that he's putting out because this nigga going to get you where you need to be in life. Leading white people on the YouTube videos alone. Yeah, exactly. Leading white folks on the crazy white folks is probably in their basement somewhere with a 18 Mom, canes. Mom, I'm doing of, my video. Yeah, eating beans out of a can and shit. So they, so they want you to believe. Hold on, Mom. <laughs> like, yeah, and they teach you how to value the dollar fucked up and shit. Yeah. But shout, shout out to this nigga Van Jones. I fuck Jones. with him. All right, man. Without any further ado, man, y'all niggas are stuck in the house, and I bet you didn't watch everything. I bet you didn't think of everything, and that's why Jukebox is here to tell you what movie you're watching this week. Take it away. You gonna kill that hog, boy? 
Who granddaddy that is? Yo. So it's this movie on Netflix that I really like. I think y'all should go watch it. Uh, it's called Uncorked. Oh, yeah, it's a, you watched it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Everybody keeps saying we need more black movies, and we don't want to see no more slave movies. We want to see no more uh, civil rights movies. You just want to see a black story told. Well, here you go. You got a young man. Uh, he's upset that his father. He's upset his father because he wants to pursue his dream of becoming a, a wine sommelier. Uh, his father wants him to take over their local Memphis uh, barbecue business. Um, he's battling with, should I, you know, follow in my father's footsteps and what he did with his father and become a uh, barbecuer, or should I follow my dream of becoming a wine sommelier? Mm-hmm. I learned a lot about wine watching this shit, too. I'm like, shit, I'm about to grab me a bottle of a 1917 Merlot <laughs> from Napa Valley. Uh, but um, the co-creator of Insecure, Princess Penny, he uh, directed and wrote this. So, you know, we love Insecure on our oh, side. Yeah. So, um, if you'd like Insecure, make sure you go check this shit out. Um, young man that stars in it. I suck at African names. Mamudu Ati is the main character. Nisi Nash is in it. Courtney B. Vance is in it. I think you did a good job on that. Thank you, man. Uh, but definitely go check out Uncork. Like I said, y'all said y'all want to see black stories being told. It's not slave stories, not no gang shit, not no civil rights shit. Here you go. It's a black story being told. Go check it out. Now, you're going to be like, damn, you talk all this shit about this movie, and then you're going to hear this rating I'm going to give it. It's still a black story regardless. I'm going to give that shit a 3C. That's a good rating. That's decent. That's average. It ain't, it ain't yeah. great. That means go check that out. Yeah, yeah go check it out. All right, man. Uh, well, that's it, man. That's episode one hundred. Um, I had something in my head. Uh, insecure starts on Sunday, man. We gotta talk about that. Oh yeah, yeah, it is right. It is right. It is right. Uh, Figure out what we gonna do. Thanks for taking. Uh, thanks for telling me because I forgot all about it. Um, uh, but um, another week of what it do. Guess what, bitch. Coronavirus! 100 episodes. Coronavirus. This nigga still can't get the goddamn soundboard right. Just wanted to remind people that, was, you know. Well, I hope we can give you a break from all the coronavirus madness, man. Hey, listen, y'all stay safe out there. Uh, y'all keep y'all distance out there. Uh, enjoy your family Enjoy your time off Enjoy Enjoy this time As much as possible If you are out of work Don't stress uh, Try to find a way to To stay positive through this um, You're not the only one Being affected by this We all are Our families are And before it's all said and done We'll be all telling Stories about how this thing Has touched our lives But until then Stay positive Stay close to your loved ones um, we love all of y'all. Shout out to the nurses and the doctors out there on the front line, the grocery store workers. Shout out to Ray J. Ray J. Shout out to y'all niggas out there getting out there every day, putting your life at risk uh, to continue to provide a service for us. Um, in the words of Plies, y'all need to pay these people. Oh, yeah. Plies said it the best, man. He I don't know if we got that best. shit clipped up. Yeah, actually, I do have that. Uh, I think you sent it to me in, uh, on Instagram. 
But yeah, Plies kept it real. I was like, yo, I thought he was about to come up there. You know how Plies, you, you know, know how he do. Sweet Pussy Saturdays or something like that. And now he came up there with a nice message, which is true, though, man. Um, I know Omarion did something where he was donating to um, like grocery store workers, like the essential workers that we overlook. Yeah. Like grocery store workers and people that still got to be out there. So cool for Omarion going out there to pay them. Yeah, man. Um, Plies said, yo. All this shit about we the richest country in the world. I get all of that. But what I don't get, you tell us 100,000 people going to die from this pandemic. Only 3,000 people that died so far. So that means 97,000 more fucking people got to die. And you got people out here still on the fucking front line working. Whether they at Publix, whether they at, the, at Walmart, whether they work at the bank, airline stewardess, or fucking doctors. People out here on the front line still risking their fucking life while you CEO's home quarantining with your goddamn family. And all I'm saying is, if they gonna risk their fucking life, pay them like they fucking risking their life. True. You don't risk your fucking life for no $9 an hour, no $11 an hour, no fucking $30 an hour. Pay them like they fucking risking their life. I woke up this morning, I thought but I mean that's real shit That's real shit um, They are undervalued The core of this country is undervalued From the teachers to the firefighters To the police officers To now the grocery store worker The girl at Chick-fil-A Who's 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 still coming to work Cause you got an option in this country To go get Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. uh, Viva Chicken Wherever you eating food at The restaurant workers trying to keep business alive Yeah they're on the front lines every day. They're putting themselves yeah. at risk. If they got to leave the house, they're at risk. They don't know who they're coming in contact with and who got it because you got people who are symptomatic and asymptomatic. So there's people running around here with it. They don't even know they got it. So, yeah, those people are putting themselves to work. So we got to shout them out, and it's time for them to, to get their, their just due. Um, but I don't have the power to make that happen. But most definitely, it's a conversation that needs to be had. And there's always been a conversation that needs to be had, especially with the teachers and the firefighters and the, and, and the doctors or whatever. But now more than ever. ever. So. Other than that, man, uh, Jukebox, man, where can they find you on the uh, Instagrams and shit? Um, Instagram, J-U-K-3-B-O-X-J-O-H-N-N-Y. Uh, same thing with Twitter, J-U-K-3-B-O-X-J-O-H-N-N-Y. If y'all love KSP, you can follow us on uh, Facebook, Search KSP. You can follow us on Instagram, Kicking Shit Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at Kicking Shit Pod, and you can write us and tell us what you feel about the show. Kicking Shit Pod at Gmail dot com. Hit follow. Hit subscribe right now if you made it to this part of the show. Comment, do your thing. Hit us up. Tell us what you think. Other than that, it's your boy Jumpman Jones. You can find me on Instagram has Soul Train Company. That's like a soul machine. You can find me on Twitter has Soul Train Co. We love y'all. We'll talk to y'all next week. And um, deuces. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus. Coronavirus! Shit is real! Shit is getting real! Daddy, are you on the radio?